Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hi, folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 243 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on October the 6th, 2022. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kevin. Hey, my friend. How are you doing today? I'm well. How are you? I am doing good. I we You know, we'll get into it. Folks, we got two lifelong friends who have met... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I wish we were lifelong friends, but we met when we were adults. Folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Man, you botched that. Yeah, I did. I, I mean, I wish we were lifelong friends. I feel like we would have been friends as kids, yeah. even though we weren't kids at the same time, probably. That's true. There, there'd have to be a time machine involved. Yeah. Yeah. Well, while we ponder the um, you know the infinite mysteries of time travel here, I think it is time for us to uh, get into you know the show this week. So we're not doing the news this week. Obviously, it's been a little bit since we've been on the air, and there's so much news, including all of D23, to kind of dissect. But I didn't want this to just be another news show. I wanted to actually do this e-ticket attraction that we've been planning for a while on motion sickness, and I think people are kind of like excited about it, and I think it's something that people can really use tangibly like for their trip, because I, I always get people being like, can I do this ride? Can I do this ride? And we want to break it down like that. So we're going to dedicate um, the, the lion's share of the show this week to the e-ticket attraction, which I'm very excited about. But I did want to tell you... I, I, Go ahead. I I, I want to tell you, I really love this topic. You said that when I pitched because it. I don't ride every ride. Yeah. I don't ride every ride. And I think there's rides. And I do this all the time to people. I'm like, hey, do, I do it to you all the time. Hey, do you think I can ride this? Right. Because I'm curious. I need a cross section of opinions of what people think about a ride before I make my judgment if I, if I can do it. And I know that sounds terrible. Which people are just like, ride everything and they're, they're cool with it. But yeah. I don't know. It's just, I, no, I, I mean, it's a great idea. I, I think that, I, you know, my father, for example, is like the motion sickness king. And he's passed that gene on to one of my brothers. So, you know, I, I've, I've always been very cognizant of like, okay, can my family ride these rides? So it's something I put a lot of thought into. Um, but before we get into all that, I did want to tell a quick story. Well, first of all, Monday is cruise day. Cruise day. Yep. So the the cruise on the Disney Wish is finally happening. Halloween on the high seas. Uh, four nights of just, you know, awesome Disney magic at sea. And I'll have a full trip report when we get back from that. Uh, probably not next week, obviously, because we get back, I think, on Thursday. So that's usually the day that we record. So I'll probably have the... Um, the trip report the following week and, you know, walk everybody through everything. And I, I mean, <clears throat> like I said, my first Disney cruise, I don't know what to expect. I've watched umpteen million different cruise videos and like people's vlogs from from the wish and, 
you know so i feel like i know my way around the ship already because i mean you know me i'm like like my fiance was was like oh well you know let's be surprised at first and i was like no i can't do that that's like i have I to know. be doing the same thing i was like i have to know exactly but, where but everything is exactly what we can eat i think half the fun is planning and kind of getting excited for it yeah. for me that means like kind of like thinking about what we're gonna do like i would have a really like people love going on trips with me because they're like cool you plan it and i'm just gonna be along for the ride exactly. they love that i'd be miserable if I went on that trip and someone's like, I got this, just show up and it's going to be great. I'd have a really hard time with it. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. That's the reason we created this show was yep. because we wanted to like, you know, have our have our planning sessions and like talk about this stuff like out in the open. So um, very, very excited. I, I know um, the only thing I have not spoiled for myself, I have not spoiled any of the stage shows. I have not spoiled the Aquamouse. And I have not spoiled, like, the actual substance of, like, the Frozen show and the Marvel restaurant show. Because I want to be surprised by those. But I did look into the food. Yeah, that's fine. But the beautiful thing on the cruise, though, is, like, you can be like, like, oh, man, like, do I want the steak or do I want the chicken? Oh, you know what? I think I'll just get both. And you can. Okay. Like, because it's all included and it's all you can, like, every restaurant is basically all you can eat. So you can just literally be like, y'all have one of every entree. I mean, you're paying enough for this cruise, so, because this is expensive. This is like when you went to Blaze Pizza and would get the Kev. Uh, which I still do. You know they make, like, full-size Blaze Pizzas now? Yeah, they've had for a while. I gotta tell you, something about them is not as good to me. Well, I mean, you live in New Jersey where there's actual good pizza. Down here, you take what you can get. No, I know, but I've had the bigger pizza. It's not as good as the 11-inch. Oh, not as good as the... You know what? I, I had the Kev as, like, one of the big um, pizzas. And, and? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was different. It was still good. I mean, because, you know, it is this garbage dump of a pizza that I've created. <laughs> but, you know... I, I gotta tell you, I'm a, I'm a fan of Blaze, because you guys know I don't really like cheese. Yeah. And Blaze, I can really, really limit the amount of cheese that goes on that pie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So... It's actually a nice little customization. Absolutely. All right. So I wanted to talk a bit about Halloween. Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, we actually went to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party and Halloween Horror Nights in the same week. In the same night. No, not the same night. Thank, thank goodness, because you're going to get this story here. Um, okay. So Not So Scary. My fiance and I put together the greatest costume ever. I think I even sent you a picture of it. We were, yes, you did. Yeah, we were Max and Roxanne from a Goofy movie. And costumes came out great, looked great. We were all set. We get there. It's a beautiful day. Like, we get out of the car. It's still sunny out. We walk into the Magic Kingdom. Um, you know, her brother had to do something in guest relations. I don't remember what, but, like, we had to go and do that. We step out onto Main Street, and we're like, all right, here we go. Let's boo this. We this, Then I'm like, oh, let's let's go into the Emporium and look at some of the Halloween merch. We go into the Halloween, we go in there, goosh, the, the, the skies open up, the clouds move in, the rain starts coming down. And I'm like, okay, all right, we'll just, we'll just hang in here for like 30 minutes and, and wait for it to clear. It rained for seven hours. That's awesome. Seven hours, Pete. Well, it's like a very like Halloween-y type thing. You oh know? my, it was miserable. It was miserable. I mean, we got a lot of candy. You know, there you uh, go. My fiance's allergic to peanuts, though, so most of the candy she can't eat because a lot of it was like Snickers and stuff. Um, 
and yes, there are allergy there are allergy candies that you can get, but according to what my fiance said, those are those are not good. So she she didn't want that. She's willing. To, she's willing to risk she's carrying to, the peanuts. Yes, she's willing to risk anaphylactic shock to not get like the little bag of pretzels that they're going to give you at the, at the allergy yeah, friendly funny. place. Uh, so, you know, no hocus pocus, no parade, no like, and I'm texting you throughout this entire ordeal yeah. because, um, y- you know, this is it's just it's just awful. Like I had these like custom goofy ears made. Like we like she's wearing her raincoat, so she's barely even in her costume anymore. And I'm getting my costume drenched because you know I have a policy about, you know, rainwear. Specifically right. ponchos. Um Okay. I need to say something and it's not gonna be easy after eight years of this show. Um Wow, this is a lot harder Wait, than I can thought. I get can I guess what it is? I, I'm sure you know what it is. I'm gonna guess. You've changed your mind on Universal Studios. You actually kind of like it. I do kind of like Universal Studios. You're right. Are you giving me an out here? Like, Wait. Kinda... Let me guess what it is. You've changed your mind on Disneyland. It does look cool. There can be Disney parks on both on both sides of the country. There can be. And, and I am going to be going to Disneyland next year. No. See? All right. Is that it? I, I, I'm I, trying to I, think I, of which, which great stance you're going to go against. You love sharks, actually. No, no. Still hate them. They are the goblins of the ocean. They are the bears of the sea. Uh, <laughs> I wore a poncho. Oh. It was, you know, because so my fiance is like on me to wear this poncho. And the right. way she gets me to wear it is like, you're going to get like pneumonia and then you'll, you know, you'll be sick for the cruise. And I'm like, oh. So now I'm wearing this poncho. And I, but, but I said, I cannot be photographed in this. Right. Like, I will not be photographed. There will be no video evidence. Like we will not. I, I said I, I will have to come clean to Pete on the show about this because it's too much of a of a hypocritical moment for me to right. not. Maybe you maybe you're thinking Pete knows a lot of people down here. What if someone sees me in this poncho? You know what? That was that I have been recognized <laughs> in the parks before. It has happened, and like that was a fear. Like I was seriously <laughs> like I put the hood of like my Max shirt on. Plus the poncho hood, so that nobody would recognize me. Oh man, dude, it was it was just the most miserable night, the most miserable. Night. So then, at the end what of did, it, what did that poncho cost you? What does poncho cost? Oh, I don't know. She had it wasn't like a Disney poncho. Like like she, my, my fiance brought it. Like I'm a believer in that. I actually bought a really nice poncho for my upcoming trip okay this was like um if a grocery bag were really big and had a had armholes in it and and a hood i wouldn't know what you're talking about i live in new jersey and we're not allowed to oh, have grocery right you're bags. not allowed to have grocery bags anymore um but yeah it was just like a big plastic poncho um okay so you know we made the best of it we rode space mountain in the dark um i made sure i took the poncho off when we got in there so that the ride picture would not show me in a poncho. So I'm thinking ahead here. Right. But, you know, like, <clears throat> all the big outdoor rides are closed. They're, you know, some of the characters are still out. But in order to see them, you have to, like, wait. They had some good characters, too. They had Jafar. They had Aladdin and Abu. Um, you know, there were a whole bunch that I saw where I was like, wow, that's really cool. But, like, 
the 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 cast members outside of haunted mansion aren't there the you know like so much of the stuff that you like go there for is not there right uh, so now when this happens you can like when, when when the weather is so like horrible that it ruins the entire evening you're able to ask if you're able to do like a rain check which is like you know if it's possible sometimes they can give you a ticket to another night so we went around the end of the night. Finally, it's like 11 o'clock and I'm or it's like 1030. And I'm like, all right, I'm calling this like this is a washout. You know, um, let's just go and see if we can get a rain check at guest relations. You know who else had that idea, Pete? Everybody. Right. We waited an hour and a half in this guest relations line. And uh, you know what? Maybe it was 10 o'clock we went because I think we got out of the guest relations line at 1130. Um, but. They were like, the guy was like, hey, like, you know, I understand it's a horrible, you know, and I wasn't like, and I was like overwhelmingly nice. I said, look, I'm really sorry to ask about this. I just, I don't really know what to do. Like, you know, we paid, we paid for this night for all these things and none of them happened. And he was like, what could, just tell me what I can do. Do you want a refund? Do you want a different night? So we looked at it and we're like, all right, well, you know, like, like none of the other nights of the party were really like matching up with what we wanted, to, like what we were doing. Right. So I was like. Hey, what can we get tickets to the Christmas party? And he was like, "Done. What night do you want?" So we got Christmas party tickets. Okay. So all in all, um, <clears throat> it was a bad night, but Disney customer service saved it. I like that. And I, I got to tell you, man, I was surprised because for an hour and a half, I'm sitting in that line, and I'm like, "We're gonna get up there, and they're gonna be like, sorry, this is the era of Bob Chappick. Like, you're, you're, we're not giving you anything.'" Um. But, you know, it was the easiest conversation ever. You know what, though? It kills me that you had to wait on that line for an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I got Christmas party tickets out of it. So I know. It just seems like what a waste. Yeah, you know? it was kind of a waste. Um, <laughs> so then a couple of nights later. So I have what. So Halloween Horror Nights does this interesting thing that Disney would never in a million years do for Mickey's Not So Scary. They have a thing called the Frequent Fear Pass. It is essentially... Like a like a mini annual pass just for Halloween right. Horror Nights, so I paid like I think it was like two hundred and fifty bucks, and I can go to any Halloween Horror Nights except for Friday or Saturday, excluding like I can go. F- I was able to go for opening night, which was a Friday, and I can go for closing weekend, like on Halloween. So it's just like the Fridays and Saturdays in between that I can't go. So I've been going with my best friend, and we've been, um, you know going and doing all this stuff we, we brought uh my fiance for her birthday like as a birthday present we brought her one night and that was that week um halloween horror nights man i gotta tell you it's really good and i remember i know you remember last year i was like i don't know about this halloween horror nights man i don't think i'd ever do it again this year i like went all in and i was like i'm gonna embrace this I'm going to see if I like it i think last year with the covid stuff i was a little like weirded out by everything I'm, I gotta admit, I'm a Halloween Horror Nights person now. Listen, I always think it looks cool. It's not something I'd be into. I can't imagine you there, yeah. But I think it looks cool. I also think that what you just said kind of sums it up. Like, you might not like next year. You know what I mean? It's, it's vastly different every year. Well, and that's the thing. And I pointed that out to my fiance as we were walking in Halloween Horror Nights. As I said... I was like, "Hey, like the difference between this and not so and not so scary is everything we were supposed to do at not so scary. I've already done like six times, right? But this year is completely different from last year. Will be completely different from next year. Like they have a different host every year. This year it's the Pumpkin Lord. 
He was like right. a, he was a monster in one of the houses last year, and he was like super like popular. And Universal actually like really pays attention to these things that catch on on social media. And so the Pumpkin Lord is the host now. Like when you walk into Halloween Horror Nights, there's this giant like tentacly pumpkin in the middle of like like on the side of the road, and he's in it, and he's there all night. And then they had this pumpkin that had this like weird like it had like a it was like this tiny little pumpkin that had this like strange like expression on its face and everybody on social media like it became like a social media meme like he became like a phenomenon they called him little boo well this year little boo this year little boo, little boo merchandise this year there's little boo merchandise there's a little boo sipper there's little boo t-shirts there's little boo bags i mean like kudos for kudos to universal for actually like listening to these things that happen and embracing them because they feel like like if 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 tomorrow we went to disney and we dubbed like 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 a like a bush in Disney, like like the the bush of bushes or something like or bushy the bush spirit, that bush would be gone in a month. <laughs> like they would get rid of it. Yeah, it, I mean you think that, but think about the amount of. Uh, I mean, it took them for, in, but it's Instagrammable walls and where that came from. Yes, but it took Disney forever to embrace the purple wall. Right. Well, and now there's purple wall merch and stuff like that. I just. Like, you know, things like like when 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 a specific character actor like gets, you know, TikTok famous or whatever, and they like pull that character actor and put him somewhere else. Like th- those are the kind of things that like irk me. But the houses this week. So I I am very much the person that's like Universal Express Pass is a scam. Don't do it. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, that does not. D- Halloween Horror Nights is the one time where I'm like, no, you need it. Especially if you're only going for one night, because yeah, it's, it would be impossible to do one night without it. It would. The houses all have like hour plus waits, sometimes yep. like 200 minutes. Um, the uh, so I've done six of the ten so far because with the frequent fear pass, when we go, we're like, yeah, well, we'll do like a couple of these and like you know then leave. Like, uh, so I've done the weekend, which was really interesting because I was not familiar with the weekend prior to this. Okay. Um, so it was visually very, very cool. I don't know how scary it was, but like it was like really crazy. There's like a mirror room and like big lights and the Universal Monsters. Uh, That's one. the one I want. Stunk. Well, I mean, I don't think it was, it was supposed to be scary. No, but here's the thing. It's supposed to be the Wolfman, Dracula, and the Mummy. Yep. It is 93% the Mummy. And 7% Wolfman Dracula. Okay. And somebody told us that, like, oh, well, it's it's different each night because it's, like, the one you see the most is, like, the one that wins. And I'm like, ah, that sounds kind of weird. And then we walked through the next time, and we did see more of the Wolfman, and maybe we saw, like, one more Dracula, but it's still, like, mostly the mummy. Hmm. And of the three, oh. that's the one I'm least interested in. How long do you spend in these houses? Maybe 10 minutes. Okay. You walk through them. Right. So, but I mean, like, you can, but you hear people, like, screaming in front of you, so you kind of know when things are coming. I've done the horrors of Bloom House, and let me tell you, that was the most terrifying experience of my life. Like, that house was insane. It was just, like, very, very dark, and just, the, they're, oh, it was, it was so scary. Like, to the point where my best friend is, like, the queen of Halloween, like she, she can like she can handle these things very well, and she was like, "Oh my god, I almost chicken exited on that one." Like it was that scary. Um, 
Then we did um, Halloween, my favorite okay. house by far. The the original 1970s Halloween, Michael Myers. I mean, Pete, this house was super scary, but like fun. Like, you know that like trope in horror movies, like where you're running through like like la- like clotheslines and like you're mm-hmm. pushing like the white sheets aside, and you know that he's just. They do that. Okay. <laughs> they do that, and uh, there's also another part where like you you round this corner and you see Michael Myers off in the distance, like to your left. And you're like, okay, I see him. I know he's there. That's a mirror, and you don't realize it. And then you see him start to walk toward you, and you're like, oh, man, he's coming. But then he comes from around the corner, like right next to you. Awesome. It was so cool. And they have now, like. Do they, do they stagger like the entrance to this, or are no. you just like no. on top of the people in front of you? Everyone goes through together. Like it's, it, but, but it's like, you know, the, the jump scares are timed. So, you know, like. The last person to get that scare that you just got might have been ten people ahead of you. You know, cause but are you gonna miss jump scares? You might ten people. You might, yeah. You might. Um, and <laughs> the last room. And I'm sorry, if, 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 spoil. You know, I hope the the, the last room we went there. The, it was a room with like like eight Michael Myerses, like statues, like standing there. And I'm like, oh no, because I'm like, which one? Which ones of these are alive? You know, right. and like you're going through and they just like swipe at you with the like it was it was crazy. Um, So we did we did those and then th- those are the four IP ones like everything else was like an original thing. Then we did um, Coven, which was all like like witches and like it. But it mm-hmm. had like a, it had like a cool 1920s speakeasy vibe, which I really liked. But it wasn't like overly scary. Like it was just kind of like you know, it was it was cool. Like from what I was told, that was supposed to be something. It was supposed to be another IP. Um, I was told a rumor that evil. They were supposed to get Evil Dead this year, and then that fell through at the last minute. And that they okay. and then that that Coven was supposed to be Evil Dead, like where it is. And then um, they tried to get Stranger Things again, but Netflix wanted like a million dollars for it. So. Because they've done Nef- they've done Stranger Things every other time that there's been a Stranger Things season. Yeah, I know they've had it in the past. Yeah, so I was really upset by that. Um, and then we did this one called um, we did this one. Uh, it was called Dead Man's Pier. Okay. And Dead Man's Pier was um, it was all like like hollowed out ships and ghost captains. It was visually stunning. Not that su- sounds really cool. Yeah, not super scary, but like visually just incredible. Like it it was just so cool. It was so so cool. Now I would like to do this one time. I, I think you know what? I honestly I said it I couldn't see you doing it, but I think you would actually like if you like now that your kids are older especially, like I could see you going and doing it. Um just to say you did it one time. Yeah, uh, but so we um, the so here's the one thing that I, oh, and then the scare zones. So you have the different outside scare zones. There, they always have different stories. So I think there were like four or five. There's like the one where you first walk in by the Pumpkin Lord. Then there's one where it's like the biggest one. It's it's like the story of it is it's like a small town like Halloween like um, trick or treat uh, area. But this like okay. this like creepy like candy maker like poisoned the candy and all the kids like turned into monsters and like you know it, it's really cool. Um, and then they've got this graveyard, which was my favorite. Like 
the graveyard was really scary. There's there's a there's a cornfield. There's I'm trying to like go through in my head to like remember which ones there are. There's one where there's like this like lady that looks like if she were Winifred Sanderson, like 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 a twenty. Um, okay. And and she's kind of doing like this whole all these spells and stuff. Really, really neat. The one and uh, honestly, you know, the one place where you can go if you want to just get away from the crowds and breathe for a minute, Diagon Alley. Huh. Because there's nobody there. Like, right. w- there's no, because she won't allow Halloween Horror Nights stuff in Diagon Alley for whatever reason. I think there was like, I, I remember hearing a story a couple years ago where they like shined some kind of light on the ground, like outside Diagon Alley, and she flipped out. Um, I get it in a way. You want to control your own. Well, and Halloween Horror Nights is a very adult oriented event i mean it's all like heavy metal music and and you know like like really gruesome imagery and she probably but like why couldn't that like why couldn't you have the death eaters like take over diagon alley you know yes, yeah, i would like that that would be really cool like if if it's like the one time a year that they, now they're doing a death eater show this year but they're doing it at islands of adventure for Halloween. okay they're not doing it in universal which i'm just like why um we we did pop in for uh, like one night that I went with my best friend. It was it was raining really bad. We ended up leaving early because of it, and we popped into the uh, Leaky Cauldron to like get a hot butter beer and um, like a like a dessert thing, just because we were like trying to wait the rain out. And it it never stopped. Uh, <laughs> one of those nights again. It's been a really rainy summer here. You know, capped well, off not, capped off with the hurricane. Not summer. What right. It's not summer, but yeah. Well, I mean, but it was rainy all summer. Right. Like, I feel like it was almost more so than usual. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Halloween Horror Nights. So the one thing I don't like about Halloween Horror Nights is um, I can't get into the food. Okay. I have a really weak stomach when it comes to imagery. Like, the first, I get that. the first time I saw Batman Returns as a kid, and I'm talking like a trailer for Batman Returns, I couldn't eat for an entire weekend because Danny DeVito's penguin grossed me gross. out to such right. an extent. Uh, we, seriously, we, we were in Myrtle Beach, I remember, and um, I wouldn't eat for an entire weekend. I wouldn't eat because the penguin was like terrifying me. Uh, I find that the food at Universal is obviously of a lower quality than the stuff you get at Disney. We That's been famously spoken about i i tried a burger there a couple i tried two different burgers both of which like made me feel kind of sick <laughs> and i think it, part of it was just the imagery around us hmm. like it unsettled my stomach a little bit and then but now my when my fiance went she was of the she's a foodie and she's always like i want to so like she had this whole list of food she wanted to try and i was like to be honest i hadn't looked into the food at all so, you know, we go and I, so I got this thing. It looked kind of it looked kind of good. It was a skull that had pizza stuffed inside of it. Okay. And I was like, "All right, I'll get that." It was gross. <laughs> it doesn't sound good. It is gross. I thought it would be like a cool like like a ball of pizza almost, you know, like an inside out pizza. And I will was, say I gross. I really like the um sugar skull popcorn bucket that I saw. The only popcorn bucket that I saw was a Frankenstein one or Frankenstein Frankenstein's monster one, and I it was more expensive than the 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 Mickey Mummy uh, popcorn bucket, which I thought was weird. Hmm. 
Which, by the way, I have the Mickey Mummy popcorn bucket, and I have the Donald candy corn sipper. Yeah, I'm trying to get one of my friends to get me that sipper. Yeah, it's. Um, I love candy corn, so candy corn Donald is like a must. If I'm when I'm there, if I, next time I'm there, if I see it, I'll I'll, I'll grab. Yeah, it for text you. me. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Um, but yeah, the uh, yeah, candy corn. It's smaller than you'd think. Like I tried to put it next to the the Mickey popcorn bucket, and the Mickey popcorn bucket's so much bigger. Yeah, I don't even want to use it as a sipper. I oh just no, love... I I don't. I don't use the, like yeah. when I get these, I I'm like, do not put a drink in it. Do not put popcorn right. in it. Like. Right. These are popcorn buckets in name only. They don't act like, no, absolutely not. Uh, all right. So, yeah, um, a lot of good things going on for Halloween. Uh, Halloween Horror Nights, I'm I'm going to be a frequent fear passer every single year, I think. Oh, good for you. Yeah, it was just too much fun. Like, And, you know, we still have a month of it left to go. So, you know, we, we, we're going to go a lot more. Now, um, I know nothing about this. Do you have to have a park pass is this like no it's a separate ticket it's just a separate hard ticket yeah yeah and so what time do what time can you get in okay so uh it opens at six six o'clock okay and it runs till it runs until like 2 a.m okay um so you uh if you have just a regular park ticket for the day though you have to exit the park (laughs) and then re-enter um you know for halloween horror nights you could buy something called stay and scream which I think is like thirty bucks, and you get to stay in the park when it closes, but you have to go to like this this like holding area. And then the thing about Stay and Scream is, as Horror Nights opens, your Stay and Scream line gets right on line for one of the houses. Okay. So you get you get into a house really quick. Is basically like right. the. But if you you know if you're there, uh, you know waiting for the opening, there is like a whole like show that goes on to open Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> but if you're not like right in the front, you can't see it. You can just hear it. Right. So, uh, yeah. Any any other questions you have about that? No, it sounds kind of fun. It was a lot of fun. I, I, I do think it's weird that, and I, I looked at all the houses and stuff, and I usually just check out like what they're doing. But I think it's odd that, um, you know, it's not like you can be like, you know what, next year I'm going to do this. Because, like, you don't even know what the house is next year. Yeah, the houses could be garbage. Yeah, uh, last year, like, the Beetlejuice house was pretty cool last year, but I didn't do a lot of them last year because I only went the one night. Right. Uh, but yeah, like, oh man, I wish I had gone the year they had Freddy versus Jason. Now, if you get an unlimited express pass, do you think you can bang it all out in one night? Yes, because you're not really like, it's like with the express pass, from what I understand, it's not like, (coughs) it's not like you have to, um, get a return time or anything like that. You just walk on. Right. So I think later in the night, you might be waiting like 20, 30 minutes for a house, even in Express Pass. From what I understand. Okay. So there's that. Um, all right. Well, ready to take a quick break? Yep. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break here from our wonderful sponsors, and we'll be back with our e-ticket attraction of the week. So stay tuned, folks. More Two Men in the Mouse coming at you right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. 
Your whole family has to get going. You got to pack everything up. You got to figure out where you're eating. You got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier? Makes your trip planning a more fun experience. Tell me, that sounds like something I need. Absolutely, you need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in 2008, and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it were his own, and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, This can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. He gave them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends how his name on Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop cues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com. Hey listeners, this is Mark Daniel, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse.
Folks, Walt Disney World has a wealth of attractions created for people of all ages. There are nice and easy boat rides and heart-pumping roller coasters, but when you're not a veteran of the parks, you might wonder how a certain attraction will measure up to your tolerance for motion sickness. There's nothing worse than realizing halfway through a ride that you're in over your head. And you paid a lot for that churro. It'd be a shame to lose it afterward. That's why for our e-ticket attraction of the week, Pete and I are rating the motion sickness levels of the attractions at Walt Disney World. So, motion sickness. This is a... It's real. It's it's real. And have you ever gotten, had that moment where, like, halfway through a ride, you're like, oh, no. Like, what have I done? I've made a huge mistake. Yeah. I sure have. What ride What ride do you think was the worst for that? The, the mummy at Universal Studios <laughs> yes. for me. For, for me, it was Jamie Fallon at Universal Studios. I got so okay. sick on that ride. Um, but we are going to um, we can touch on the Universal rides a little bit in terms of motion sickness, but we're going to really rate the Disney rides. Now, to talk about Universal for a second, I would say that just about every ride like has the potential for motion sickness, except for like E.T. A hundred percent. I've gone to Universal. I remember one day we had the Unlimited Express Pass. We were banging out rides. Abby was little. We mm. did Transformers and she's like, that was great. Let's get on it again. And I was like, no. Oh. <laughs> See, I, I can handle Transformers. I can handle Spider-Man. The Simpsons, depending on where I'm sitting, can get me. I agree. I've gone on The Simpsons and been like, that was amazing. And the last time I went out, I was like, woof. There's one, there was the, the, like two or three times ago when I got on Simpsons, I like a minute into the ride, I'm like, oh no, what is happening? Like, yeah, I feel like I this agree. needs That's to stop. <laughs> um, I mean, The Mummy... Yeah, like anything upside down gets me. That's why I don't do upside down roller coasters. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, it, so the way I want to rate the the rides at Disney is I want to do like, let's say one through four. Okay. One being like, there's no way anyone in the world can actually get like sick from this ride. Okay. Two being like. If you're highly susceptible to motion sickness, like if, if like swaying next to you like makes you feel sick, you might have a problem with this ride. Three being like it is it, it's possible you might experience a motion sickness and four being like bring a barf bag. Right. So I want to go. We'll, we'll go park through park. We'll talk okay. about each ride and we'll give it a rating. Some of those rides we can go in depth about some. We can just give a number to and move on. What do you think? All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Magic Kingdom, where it all began. Let's start with the Astro Orbiter. Now, I'm going to take your advice on this because I've never done it before, but I feel like being up high like that and going around in a circle, there might be some... I got to tell you, this ride actually, I, I, it's, it's, I think a lot of people would think like, oh, it's Dumbo. It doesn't. It does something different that Dumbo and the other spinny rides. This actually, when it lowers you, it keeps you going at full speed. Oh, really? And when it brings you down and you're in tight like that, I'm telling you, it's just like instant nausea for me. Okay. On top of the fact you're you're completely uncovered in the sun. It, don't get me wrong. It's not like whoa, this is crazy, but it's. So would you call you that a two that or a three? Man, I can't call it a two point five with our first one. That's terrible. I'll say two. Maybe not everyone's as susceptible as I am. Okay. You know what? I'm going to give it a two point five if that's how you feel because I feel like that's not a cop out. The people mover. I'm going to get. I would give a one. You're not getting sick on the people mover, yeah, that's right? A one. 
I agree. Um, the, the new although it is funny, my kids make fun of me for this. Did you get sick on the people? Um, I I don't. I refuse to ride backwards on it. I do know people that refuse to ride ride backwards on it because it makes yeah. them feel sick. So you know what? Maybe we should make this a two. <sighs> Can I really give the people mover a two? If you're really the, the a two being like, look, if you get bad motion sickness, and if you it could be if you ride backwards, that you know that's a caveat. I've ridden backwards on it, and it doesn't affect on me, but I try not to risk it. But I agree, if you get like severe, like my mom who is like real, real. Motion sickness, she would never be able to ride backwards. On I don't think line. my father could could ride backward on it. Yeah. All right, I'm going to give it a two. Just because. Okay. <laughs> All right. Mad Tea Party. That's got to be a four. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's the whole point of the ride. Feel sick, so. The whole point of the ride is spinning. However, I will say you are in control of how intense this ride is. To an extent, I mean, I guess you're in, you're in control of how intense it is. You're not in control of the fact that it's going to move either way. It's going to move, but like you're in control of if it's spinning or not. I've ridden it and not spun it before. Have you ever ridden it and tried to keep the center column still? Because you're like, I'm going to just hold this still. Yeah, that's so what I did. Don't move. That's what I did. It's hard. And people get weirded out by it. Like people in other cups were yelling at me. They were like, "You gotta spin it! You gotta spin it!" And I'm like, "No, I'm aware. I'm here for I'm here for the ambiance with none of the nausea." But I mean, if you really spin that thing fast, I mean, it is just a nightmare of nausea. I would take Ethan on it when he was little because he liked it, and I would spin it. And I have this video of him. And to be honest with you, that's how I avoided getting really sick on it is I would like be videoing him and just focus on like me and my camera videoing him. Yeah. And it actually kept me from getting sick because I wasn't seeing everything spinning around me. Sometimes but that's I the way to do the... it is just stay focused on one thing. Yeah. This one video I took of him, he's like cracking up laughing. And then you just, you see it click. Oh, and like, whoa. And I'm like, oh, time to get off this. Luckily, that ride does not last long. No, it does not. But it, it's so funny. You just see his face change. And you're like, <laughs> oh, now he doesn't feel so good. Yep. <laughs> All right. The Barnstormer. I can't imagine this making anyone feel sick, right? I wouldn't think so. I, I, could, th- I could imagine my dad going on this and being fine. I think I would give the Barnstormer a one. Can you really give it a one though? I mean, it is a roller coaster, but it's a kitty roller coaster. Like, yeah, I agree. All right, I'm okay. Yeah, I don't think that you're getting sick on the Barnstormer. I don't know. I, I, I agree with you. All right, the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I also would give this a one. However, the yep, the you know the the bouncing the bouncing part can be a little much sometimes. Yep, but but not really. Not yeah, not like enough for for it to be a uh, anything above a one. Prince Charming's Regal Carousel. Also well, one you think, or I mean, I, I know people that can't do carousels. I was just going to say, so now here's the interesting thing about motion sickness. A lot of times it is seeing, you know, your eyes play the big right. part in motion sickness. Right. And it is seeing things moving by you fat quickly in a spinning. You know, yeah, that's kind of what teacups is. So while I could ride the carousel without blinking, it's, it's so easy. You know what I mean? But I bet you there's someone who can't ride it because of the fact you're seeing the motion around you i would agree with that i would maybe give this a two i would say two just because if you're really susceptible yeah something that would get you 
Magic Carpets of Aladdin. I mean, yes, it goes up and down. Yes, it spins. But I've never felt sick on this. And I, I don't know anyone who has. I mean, I want to say it's the same premise, though, as the carousel. But I don't know. It's different because when you go up in the air, not everything is in the same eye line. Like you're kind of looking out. Right. You know and, it, I mean? it, you're and it's a smooth a ride. It's not like you're going fast. Like it's a smooth, right. nice ride. I Me personally, a- I'd give this a one. Okay, the Tomorrowland Speedway. I think this is dependent on who's driving. <laughs> yeah. If you're on with your like 6-year-old and they're driving and they're they're pumping the brake, I could see yeah. I could see this being a motion sickness ride. Right? I'll agree with that. Sure. Maybe a 2. I wouldn't give it more than a 2. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> excuse me um the liberty square riverboat is a one obviously right i believe that i've never done it i've done it and it's a one yeah i would think so yeah i mean it's 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 a very like relax it's a relaxing if the, if the ferry boat to the magic kingdom doesn't get you sick you're fine yeah. on this uh swiss family treehouse maybe <laughs> you might throw up from exhaustion if you're not used to climbing a lot of stairs that's true but that's also how hot it is yeah it's also a one um, so I didn't put shows on here, but I did put the Carousel of Progress because there is that debate we always have as to whether it's a show or a ride. Right. Because it does move, but it's it still, it, move. It, I think it's, it's still a one because that movement, even though it is in a circle, it's, it's very light, you know? Yeah. Splash Mountain. I mean, there's a couple of times where I think you can get a little boozy on it, but I don't think it's any more than a two. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on how you feel about big drops. Yeah. You know, but I, I wouldn't go so far as to say it's a three. Do people get motion sickness from drops? I don't know if that's really something that... I mean, like, I don't love big drops, but it doesn't make me motion sick. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Okay, here's an interesting one. Space Mountain. Um, I think it's at least a two, but because you're in the dark definitely. and you're moving around so much, I could see it being a three. I would think it's a three. I think there's people who don't like this because of that. I've had people tell me that yeah. they get sick on it. Yeah. And I think a lot of times what we're saying with motion sickness in the eyes is when you can't see where you're going, that's that's also something that's going to... It's like sure. the thing with the people mover, like going backwards. Yeah. Seven Dwarves Mind Train. Uh, I mean, maybe a two. Like, I mean, I guess I gotta give it a two for someone who has severe, you know, issues. Yeah. But I, but I think like it. I think it's kind of like almost like the barnstormer in that. Like, eh, can you really get sick with this? Yeah, I could see some people getting sick with the fact that we're like the, like where they go side to where they sway side to side a little bit, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a two, but it's a very light two. I would say. Uh, the haunted mansion, I think, is a one. There's nothing, there's nothing yeah. queasy about the Haunted Mansion. Big Thunder Mountain. <clears throat> we going two or three here? I would think if, I mean, I don't think Big Thunder Mountain is that bad. But I mean, I guess it does have like, you know, one like little like, you know, dip where you kind of come out of your seat a little bit. And yeah, maybe that I, call it decap- I call it decapitation station because it looks like you're about to get decapitated. 
But you don't. You don't get decapitated. Spoiler spoiler alert. Uh, so would you call it a three or would you call it a two? You know, I'm going to give it a three just for people who don't like roller coasters. All right. I can I can see that. Pirates. It's only got the one drop. I would I would call this a one. I would say it's a one also. Yeah. I mean, there's not really. All right. Here's another one where it's kind of dependent on who's controlling it. Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin. This should, in all practicality, be a one. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, I I could spin. I could just turn the thing in a circle the whole time. Yeah, you could. And then it's teacups. Yeah, you, could, you could make it a four if you wanted to. Yeah, I mean, yeah so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a two, I think. Yeah, two sounds fine. Just because, like, you know, it could. And uh, Dumbo, that, Dumbo's a one. You know, yep. like you're not getting sick on Dumbo. Little Mermaid's a one. Just, just to kind of go through the last couple ones here in Magic Kingdom, Peter Pan's flight's got to be a one. Small World is like a zero. And Jungle Cruise, I would also call a one. Do you agree with that? Yep. One for those last five or so. All right, Magic Kingdom. We've only got one four on the list, and that was Mad Tea Party. One three, which is Big Thunder, but that was a light three. Um. Okay, so Epcot. <laughs> not not a lot going on here in terms of motion sickness in Epcot, but there are a couple biggies. Yeah. Spaceship Earth is a one. Correct. Even if you don't like going backwards at the end. That's Seas with Nemo and Friends, another one, obviously. Oh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna hold you up right there for one second. Really? Um, yep, I'm going to tell you something that I probably shouldn't admit to people, but when when I ride Nemo and you get to the ECA, is that what it's the called? The EAC, yes. You know what? You're EAC. right. I've gotten sick in there. I have to close my eyes. And like it's like a thing. Like I, I, I've seen it the first time I did it, and I was like, whoa, I can't watch this. I close my eyes every time I've been on that. I've probably ridden that thing 20 times. I close my eyes through the EAC. The Star Tunnel and Buzz Lightyear is the same kind of effect because it's rushing past you, but you're moving slowly. And especially, like, See, I've gotten stuck. It doesn't bother me because you're going forward into it. This is you moving left to right. Well, you know, moving left. Yeah. And, like, it's going around you on top of you. Dude, it is. That, to me, is a complete nausea. You're right. For It is for me, too. And I've been stuck in there before. Oh, I have also. I just close my eyes and, like, sit back. Yeah. You know, Buzz Lightyear, I'm, I'm almost, I almost want to go back and give Buzz Lightyear a three. Now, now, a that I think three. About the, now that I think about the Star Tunnel. I've gotten stuck I, in the Star Tunnel before. Star Tunnel doesn't bother me. All right. I've gotten that stuck in it. Bother me I've gotten stuck in it twice, and it's made me sick each time. But I think with the EAC, you're right. I think maybe that, that puts it up at a two. I mean, I'll say a two, but honestly, like, three? it can be bad. Three? I mean, three sounds crazy. Three it does like, sound crazy. We're, we're talking about. We're talking about Nemo here, you right? Know what I mean, right. But that but, one but room, I know. But see, I know that it. I know that room would make my dad sick. Oh yeah, oh Prob- yeah, probably very easily. Yeah. So, I guess that, but by that standard of what we've said, probably that would still be a two. I mean, let's just go two because it sounds crazy to yeah. have Nemo be a three. Now, here's one that I get asked about all the time by my relatives with motion sickness soren let me tell you something though my dad my aunt 
both people who have to drive every car they're in because they can't be mm-hmm. a passenger can do Soren with no problem. So- I don't have a problem either, nor do I know anyone that has a problem. I would be hard pressed not to make it a two just because I don't know. I, there has to be someone. I've who, never who heard a of a single person having a problem with Soren. I honest, and if my if my father and my aunt don't have a problem with it, nobody has a problem with it. I, I'll I'll give it a one. I think I would give it a one. Uh, oh, living with the land, that's got to be a four, right? That definitely. Yeah, living with the land's a one. Uh, Figment also a one, right? Yeah, I think so. I can't think of anything in it that's all right. Mission space. This is a four. Ah, it's a four, obviously. <laughs> if this I could give like it a five, the... I would. Yeah, this is the four fours. Yeah, um, mission space orange is probably the worst motion sickness ride I have ever been on. It because you know it spins you to give you that like g force. So yeah, yep. it's it's a terrible, horrible experience experience um mission space green i would probably give like a two yeah i would still definitely give it a two only because uh you know it's a little claustrophobic it in is. there and that can make people a little uh nauseous yeah but i mean but, uh, the fact that like mission space like you have to give like informed consent to go on the ride and there's barf bags in there like yeah it is not a fun i don't understand people that enjoy that it is not fun I, I'm telling you, like, the, I got off that ride, and I don't remember how I got home. <laughs> the next thing I, <laughs> the next thing I remember, I'm home in bed. <laughs> like, and the room That's is still so spinning. Funny. Test track. I think test track's I a three. Bet you this, yeah, I bet you it gets people because it does like kind of the start stop herky jerky breaking and and then there's that part where they do like the snow test and you're swerving around and fishtailing and whatnot like that gets me sometimes so i would give it a three yep the grand fiesta tour starring the three caballeros also a three (laughs) all right so that's a that's a straight up one (laughs) uh frozen ever after i would also give that a one i don't think there's anything even the backwards part yeah i would say it's it's a one definitely a one Okay, so this one gets people. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Well, yeah, it's a 3D ride. Um, You're moving around, trackless, ra- trackless system. You're wearing glasses. Yeah, I get it. I mean, it doesn't bother me at all. Me neither. But I, I get it. I would probably give it a three. A three? Yeah, enough people tell me that they get sick on this ride. Okay, I get it. All right, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. I know you haven't done it, but I'm telling you it's a four. I haven't done it, but I hear it's a 10. <laughs> so here's the thing. It's the fact that you're you're going so fast and and you're turning while you're going fast to look at the different scenes. And if you're looking up, down, and all around like we are tend to do in Disney things, <coughs> you're going to feel sick. And like that's why like the, the trash cans outside of Cosmic Rewind have an opening on the top. So you can barf into them. Um, yeah, I mean, that's everything I've heard is if you, which is funny because Dave went on it yeah. and got sick on it. And his yeah. wife loved it and did not. And I'm like, well, Dave, were you like trying to like look around? And he's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, that, but that apparently go. is why. I found, you have to just look at what they want you to see. I found that you have to, if you keep your your head perfectly straight on, 
it's fine. Okay. But once you look away from that like straight line of sight from the front of your car, you're done. I I'm so intrigued about riding this. It's like it's I like can't wait to Medusa. hear how this is going. You know happen. what I mean? Yeah, I can't wait to hear how this is going to be for you. Like I know that you can't like you you don't look away. It's yeah, like the opposite. Of yeah, you know what I mean? Like I know that, <laughs> but I'm curious if like my curiosity will get to me on it and just be like, oh, I'm just going to look over here. Don't do it. Don't do it. It is um. Yeah, I mean, and it's a ride that I will literally do whenever I can in Epcot. And it's getting easier and easier to get on it. Like, I went to Epcot recently at, like, 4 o'clock. And um, I just, like, I was like, oh, yeah, there's no way the virtual queue will still be open. It was. Okay. So. Let me ask you a question. Having ridden it a bunch of times, do you find it easier to ride now? Yes. And there's a certain point in time where... I know if I haven't felt sick yet that I'm safe. Okay, interesting. There's a point in time where where Batista says something like, I hate milk. And if I'm already feeling sick and then hearing Drax talk about milk, like <laughs> it, it just makes me feel so much sicker. So if I get to that point and I'm okay, I'm like, all right, we're good for the rest of this ride. I have not yet done the test to see if like certain songs make it more easy to get motion sickness or not. But I, I'm only missing like two. I think I still have to get I Ran So Far Away and um, oh, I don't remember the other one. that I'm, I've gotten If I Ruled the World. I've gotten The Conga. That's the one I want. I've gotten Disco Inferno and gotten one other one. I don't remember what the other one was. Or maybe I've only gotten three. I don't know. But I really want I ran so far away. Um, if I ruled the world, I didn't think it was going to work. It it definitely worked. That's the one I want. All right, ready to go over to Hollywood Studios? Yep. Alien swirling saucers. Um, you know what? I mean, I guess we have to give it a two just on the premise of yeah. The swirling, but I, I love that ride. I like it, too. I like it, too. I also and... think it's... My, my kids think it's crazy how much I like it. I love the ride vehicles. I just like that an alien is, like, driving your car. Yeah, it's pretty And neat. I also just... I love the music. Yeah, and it's always funny, though, when they, like... When they play, like, When She Loved Me, and, like, it's like a happy, peppy song. Yeah. I'm like, does no one remember what this song was? Um, and then at Christmas time, they play like Christmassy music, which is great. All right. Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. Huh? How would you, uh, I think I got to give this one at least a two. I would say it's a two. Yeah. Because, you know, screens are not everyone's thing and this is all screens. Yeah. There are certain parts like when you're like when you're going down the river and you like, you know, you fall down the waterfall like that. I could see like messing people up a little bit. Uh, and the conga maybe a little bit. Smugglers run. Here's another one that really like. I think I think this is a three. Does this get people? Yeah, a three. I I can buy that. Especially, I, I mean, can buy that. you remember my story where um, when I was riding Smugglers Run and someone let their five year olds um drive. Oh, I remember this story. That was a horrific experience, and it was such a motion sickness experience. So, again, I think it's a three, but I think it's all really dependent on who's driving. 
makes sense. I'm sorry, but like like the the gunner's seat, that's made for kids, right? Like that's made for little kids. All they got to do is push a button over and over and over again. That's made for little kids. You don't kids. even got to push it, just hold it. That's made for little kids. Driving <laughs> is not made for little kids. I I just love how upset you are about it. I'm still really salty about it. Uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, starring Aerosmith. I would give this a four. That sounds about right to me. I mean, I mean, because it it's goes, not something I would do. It goes upside down. I don't know. For me, because it's like a it's a zero to sixty launch, and it goes upside down. So to me, that's an instant four. Right. Slinky Dog Dash. Honestly, I think I give Slinky Dog maybe a like a two. There's not really much going on there in terms of motion sickness, right? Yeah, I get it. Or, I mean, if we gave Big Thunder a three, can we really justify giving Slinky a two? You know, I'm kind of double... I am I'm. I don't know if we gave Big Thunder a three. I think we give Big Thunder a two. What do you think? Yeah, can we amend I mean, that? I get it. I just think... I, I I don't know. I think people that have, like, real motion sickness would not, would not love that. Well, yeah, but that's what a two is. I get it, but, like, two... You know, we have rides that are twos because, like, well, if they have severe motion sick, dude. I, okay. Big Thunder has a chance of making people feel woozy, even if they don't have like severe level motion sick. Okay. Well, then would you give Slinky Dog a, um, you know, a, a, a three as well? Then I think so. Probably. probably. <laughs> Star Tours. That's Star Tours is bad. That's a four. Yeah, Star Tours is, is one that gets me. It's also dependent on which on which area you get in Star Tours. Because, like, Jakku, forget about it. I'm done. See, it's not true for me. It's, it's none of the places. It's the places it's for me. going into hyperspace. Yeah, that, that does bother me. That's what gets me. It's the going into hyperspace. Uh, Rise of the Resistance. Uh, that doesn't get me at all. Not, not me either. I would give it a two just because of the free fall drop. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that getting some people. Okay, here's one. Toy Story Mania. This gets me sometimes. Never has gotten me. It cuz it spins around a couple times. It does give you a spin. I would give it like a 2.5. I would give it a 2. Okay, we can give it a 2. Now, Tower of Terror. To me, that's probably a 4. Or would it be a three? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's not something I do. You know, we discussed previously, like, is it drops that really make people sick? You know? Yeah, I mean, but but, but the but is the difference between, like, the drop in Rise of the Resistance and the up, down, up, down, up, down drop of Tower of Terror. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I would I would say it's probably, I'm really debating here whether it's a three or a four. That's all you. I mean, I've never done I've it. I've only done it twice, and it's been a long time. I would give it a 3. Po- I'm going to give it a 3.5. How's that? I can live with that. That's everything in Hollywood Studios, because, again, we're not doing shows. Um, in Hollywood Studios, right. Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom are a lot of shows. All right, Animal Kingdom, Avatar, Flight of Passage. That's got to be a 3, right? <laughs> Uh, it doesn't make me sick at all, but I have heard people say that it did make them sick. It hasn't made me sick either, but I know people that are, like, susceptible to those, like, because you can be, like, 
you could not get really bad motion sickness like in a car or whatnot, but some people can't handle those screen rides. I would give this a three. Yeah. Dinosaur. Dinosaur gets me sometimes. Yeah, it's a little it's definitely herky jerky. Yeah, it's not smooth. I would it's give supposed to be. I would give Dinosaur a three. Just yeah. I'm I get it. Expedition Everest. Not that is a Kevin decision. Yeah, honestly, <clears throat> I think I would give this a three also. Uh, you know what? I might even That's give it I right. might even give it a four. Because uh, I, will I have tell felt you that the last time I went on this, well not me, but my family and it's funny because they were kind of trying to talk me into it. Like you, you could probably do this. When they came off, they were like, "Oh no, good thing you didn't do this." Yeah, you know what? Now that I'm they thinking about green. like, I'm thinking about the the reverse area, and you go into total darkness, and then like I don't even notice when we start going forward again. So I think I would give it a four. Now that I think of it, it's been yeah, a while. That sounds right. <laughs> when my fiance wants to do this ride so badly. And every time we go, I say that I'll do it. And then, like, I'm like, oh, we just ate. Oh, no. I'm so full. <laughs> we can't go on it. I can't do that. <laughs> but every time we're about to go on it, I'm like, hey, let's get some ice cream. Or, like, let's have lunch. Oh, man, we're both really full, aren't we? Uh, Cali River Rapids. I, I don't really... I think that's like a one or a two. I'd say it's a two because you can spin on it. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Kilimanjaro Safaris. This is an interesting one because it is a it is a free driving vehicle uh, on some uneven terrain. Well, let me let me tell you openly, my son gets motion sick on this. So would you give this a three or a four? I don't think I give it a four. I, I won't give it a four. That's harsh. But I give it a three. I mean, if you get motion sick, like in a car, you're now talking about a truck that is open air. So that's a benefit, yes. but is on a bumpy road and makes frequent stops. And you might smell animal poop. Yep. So uh, Navi River Journey. I gave this a one. There's nothing. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing going on here. Uh, Triceratops spin closing on a real, real big note here. <laughs> Triceratops spin. Um, also, a also one. a one. Also, if Dumbo is an Aladdin, or you know. All right, so that's everything. You want to do a quick go through to point out the the threes and fours. Yeah. Our, you know what? I'll go through our twos first. Our twos are Astro Orbiter. We gave a two point five. People Mover, the Carousel, the Speedway, Splash Mountain, Mine Train, Buzz Lightyear, uh, Nemo. Alien Swirling Saucers, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Rise of the Resistance, Cali River Rapids. Those are our twos. Our threes are Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, uh, Test Track, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, Smuggler's Run, Slinky Dog Dash, Toy Story Mania, Tower of Terror with a 3.5, Flight of Passage, Dinosaur, Kilimanjaro Safaris. Now, our fours are Mad Tea Party, uh, Mission Space, Cosmic Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, Rock and Roller Coaster, Star Tours, and Expedition Everest. So our perfectly safe number ones are the Barnstormer, 
The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Magic Carpets of Aladdin, Liberty Square Riverboat, Swiss Family Treehouse, Carousel of Progress, Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dumbo, Under the Sea, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, Peter Pan's Flight, Small World Jungle Cruise, Spaceship Earth, Soren, Living with the Land, Journey into Imagination with Figment, Grand Fiesta Tour, Frozen Ever After, uh, Navi River Journey, and Triceratops Spin. So there you go. That's our list. Sounds good. Right? Yeah. Uh, well, let me ask you real quick before we go. Um, so there are a couple shows going on right now that um, I would love your opinion on. The first one being She-Hulk. Hate it. Yeah, it's it's not doing it for me. This week's episode I liked because it had Daredevil. But um, I didn't, didn't watch it yet. Yeah, um, not loving it. It's, um, I mean... There, there really aren't many stakes in it, I guess. I don't know. It's just not really like, it's not like a show where I'm like, ah, oh, I can't wait. It wasn't like, Wand- I think WandaVision was the last Marvel series where I was like, ah, oh, I can't wait to watch this next week. And that was the first one. Yeah. Um, I will say this about She-Hulk. They want it desperately to be Sex in the City. They've even made that comparison. Yeah. It's too dumb to really entertain adults. And it's well. That's the thing. You can't, uh, it's almost you can't, like watching. You can't go as far as they do in Sex in the City on Disney Plus. So, well, no, no, of course not. I think they mean like kind of like the like the mentality of it. I get it. Yeah, the feel of it. So, but unfortunately, it feels like a uh, it feels like a dumb Disney show that like like bunked or something like that. Right. But like, there's also slightly adult content in it. So kids, it's not a show for kids. No, but it's dumb like a kids show. Yeah. All right, I get that. Have you watched any of Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power? Uh, I love it. What? I love it. Oh, I can't stand it. I think it's horrible. Why? It's boring. Oh, I don't think it's boring. Matter of fact, I'm stunned at how much stuff has happened already. I don't know, man. I think maybe I think I think maybe it's like. I'm so accustomed to binge culture now that like a week to week show where like it's kind of like long and involved. Like, I think maybe that's that's it for me. I don't know. I just I don't feel a connection to any of these characters. I don't know any of their names. Listen, there are some shows out right now that are really boring. That's not one of them. Well, let's talk we about what, you let's talk about one of those shows. that's really boring. Um, I think Andor is really boring. <laughs> Andor's terrible. I turned it off yesterday. It's I I haven't watched this week's. I heard this week's is the worst one, and I don't know how that could be possible. They're so bad. It's really bad. It's listen. I, here's here's the thing. There's no guys. There's no story to tell here. It's no. okay. It's okay. I'm sure at some point we're gonna get a space battle or a ground battle. And we'll be like, okay, that was kind of cool. But but we're five episodes into this. Yeah. There's there's no story to tell here. No. It's all right. You shouldn't have made this. Definitely not, and definitely not as long as it is. Obi Wan was six episodes. I think people forget. I think people forget what Star Wars is, and they're like, I want adult Star Wars. I want it to be depressing, like me. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Like this was made by a guy who's who's told who said. He he's not a Star Wars person. He doesn't like Star Wars, and he purposely made this to not feel like Star Wars. And I'm like, then why were you hired? It's not even that it doesn't feel like Listen, Star Wars. It feels like it's made with open contempt for Star Wars. Diego Luna's fantastic. 
it's it's it is a treat in any of these Disney Plus shows where honestly the acting has not exactly been good in any of these shows. Yeah, it is really nice to have an A list actor to carry the show, but it doesn't make it good. No, no, and you know I'm just like uh, I really don't care about Mon Mothma's marital problems. Like I gotta be honest with you, I'm not normally this guy, but that's actually something I couldn't like my mind can't wrap around the fact that she would marry kind of like a party guy yeah. like I, not that like i know mon mothma so well but i've seen the way she's represented in the films and i'm like i don't see this like it's and then, taking like, me out of it got a little a, bit this week she's got a daughter too yeah i heard they're introducing the daughter and the daughter like hates her and oh it's just like come on it, I, it is really bad like i I don't know, man. I'm just like, and I honestly, I'm not, I, I know this sounds terrible. I'm not excited for, for Black Panther. I'm very excited for Black Panther. I'm not because I think, I think they should have recast. Home run. I think they should have recast. I do too. A hundred percent. I think they should have recast. Black Panther is a more important character than one person. And I am as devastated about the loss of Chadwick Boseman as anybody. Oh yeah. And I think Chadwick Boseman would tell you, culturally, Black Panther represents something that should not be allowed to kind of die with him. Now, you want to tell me, oh, well, what if Shuri becomes Black Panther, right? That's the rumor. Cool, but Shuri is her own character, too. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And Shuri's a great character. So now if we're going to make her Black Panther, we're kind of losing that character. So I want to see how it plays out. What I was really hoping for was that they were going to find some way to bring uh, Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger back, and he was going to get like a redemption arc where he like saves Wakanda as Black Panther. Well, and I would have, I would have loved. It. No, we already we already saw that Shuri's the Black Panther in that trailer. Or or it's it's at least a female. Well, but you, that doesn't mean that. Uh, I think there might be Killmonger multiple. Back. There might be multiple Black Panthers in this. I think that the, the rumor is like you might see multiple. I just I don't want Shuri as Black Panther. I think she's I think she's already like her own character, and and I think that her character works for her. And her character is not like a fighter and a warrior. If it's anyone, it but, should be. A but let me say this. Let me say this. In a, I, I'm cool with it not being a Quay, but um, in a you know marvel universe that's kind of treading water at the moment right instead of uh you know winning the race i need this movie to do just a handful of things i need it to mourn chadwick boseman which it will i need to to introduce namor which it will and i need to be an action movie i don't need this movie to push forward the marvel (laughs) universe i don't need this movie needs so little it just has to do these things for it to be a success, I, that's why I, I don't want to see this movie is like a hundred percent going to be like fantastic. But I gotta be honest with you, I think it's going to be a home run. I tell you what, I thought looked really good. You sent me the leaked Comic Con footage of the Quantumania trailer the other day, and I thought that looked great. Yeah, that. I wasn't yeah, expecting that to look great. I was like, that was so far off my radar. And I saw that yeah. trailer, and I'm like, ooh, okay, Kang's pretty cool. Like this might be good. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's supposed to be really good. All right. Well, anything else you want to touch on? Are you watching House of the Dragon? Yes, I'm loving House of the Dragon. See, it's funny you say that. Like, you don't like um, Rings of Power, but you love House of Dragon. Yeah. 
I think House of Dragon is a great show on a Sunday night, right? We're always looking for something. HBO is, you know, kind of created this Sunday night watching. It, it looks good. Yeah. I just don't care. I had a hard time with the first couple episodes, and I kind of watched with my arms crossed because I'm like, whatever. This is all just going toward Bran becoming the, you know, toward, toward the end of Game of Thrones. So, you know, wh- why do I care? But the characters really pulled me in. I really, See, I feel the opposite. I, I, we know what happens to these characters. It's, it's the most anticlimactic show in the world. Well, yes, all the time jumps make it impossible to relate to these characters. But I, I mean, mean, now you, this oh, the this time jumps up with a you. ten year. Yeah, the time jumps this year, up with this, you. On. This week has a ten year time jump. Like, yeah. guys, it, this just doesn't work. No one cares about these characters. We <laughs> want to see dragons. Is Viserys and Targaryen, that's where they succeed in the ten year time jump? Is Viserys Targaryen just going to be a head on a stick in a wheelchair in this episode? Like, <laughs> maybe. Uh, I mean, HBO when they were first, they they tried to do a prequel like right out of the box, right after. Game of Thrones. And I think they realized, okay, yeah, no one wants Game of Thrones. No. Right? Game of Thrones. Oh, they effectively killed it. Death. They effectively killed yeah. it. So that Naomi Watch show kind of got tanked. And I think they realized, you know, well, people really want to see dragons. Yeah. Right? It's what they specialize in. It's what everyone loved those parts of Game of Thrones. So now you have a show about dragons. But that's about the extent of where this is okay. I don't know. See, I'm really enjoying it, and I'm really because I'm very steeped in Lord of the Rings like lore. Like me too. That's why I love it so much. You love warrior, mean Galadriel. Yes. No, she's not Galadriel at all. No, no, you're thinking of Galadriel in the Third Age, a thousand years. From she was now. never a warrior in the Second Age. Why? What are you talking about? They never like they've made it a point to to say in in something that she was never a warrior. She's magic. Oh, I don't think that's true. I'm almost positive. I just she's just so like just the characters. There's well, nothing, listen, I, there's nothing likable about any of these characters. The only character I've liked has been the the prince of the dwarfs. I mean, I've liked a lot of them. I think it's been. I think it's wonderful. Oh, and I like the dwarf. Uh, the the dwarf prince's wife, the dwarf princess too. She's fun. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just like like the the elf guy who's like <coughs> dating like the random human lady. <coughs> I don't know. I don't like them either. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's not even that I don't what? like them. They he's got some cool. Me. He's got some cool action sequences, but I'm just like, there's nothing to you. I don't know anything about you. Like, they're not they're not teaching me who these characters are. I like the I like the not Hobbit hobbits. I do yeah, like the Harfoots. Yeah, I like the Harfoots. They're pretty cool. Do you think that's Gandalf with them? Nope. I think that is a uh, listen. I don't think it's it Gandalf probably either. is Gandalf, right? But I think it's a blue wizard. I think this is just a, um, you know, clever like pull one over. You know, yeah. I mean, pull like, over your eyes. Everyone thinks it's Gandalf. Yeah, but, but Gan- a, a, I think Gandalf doesn't show up until like a thousand years into the Third Age. So right, right. But I think most people who are watching this don't know that. Don't know, yeah. So they think this is, you know, Gandalf. Yeah. I think that uh, Halbrand is Sauron. I think he's the Witch King. Oh, interesting. The Witch King of Angmar. That's... That could be interesting. Though, I mean, like, like you've given us a Sildor, but, like, the day that he's going to cut, supposed to cut the ring off Sauron's hand... Unless this is like 
Isildur the first, and the one that cuts the ring is Isildur like the fifth. There's thousands of years between where they are and where that's supposed to happen. Um, the war, there... be- the war of Sauron and the elves hasn't even happened yet. The war of the last I alliance happens after the that. war of Sauron and the elves, after the destruction of Numenor. Like, it, it, you know, that I all think has you're to see first. all that. Hmm. Yeah, I think you're going to see all that. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like they're shortening the timeline a little bit. My problem with that is, and this is a speculative problem because I don't know if this is you know going to happen or not, is most shows that build you a character for five seasons typically will kind of make their turn be anti-heroish instead of villainous. Okay. So we know that Isildur <clears throat> basically, you know, is not going to throw the ring into Mount Doom in in a jealous, you know, keeping it fashion. Right. And I just. I just know they're going to make it like, well, he has to keep it to save this person. Like, it's not going to be. It's not going to be. The, the turn isn't going to be as, you know, yeah, terrible as it should. It's somehow going to be for the right reason that he did this. Right. And that'll be heartbreaking. All right. You ready to get out of here this week? I am. All right. Well, I'm going to be cruising the high seas uh, starting on Monday. Are we? Are we doing a cruise show when you get back? I would, yeah, we definitely have to do a, a trip report. So I want to hear about it. Yeah, 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 of course. Our next show will be the trip report. So, um, without any further ado, uh, that's going to do it for Two Men in the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. And please, if you're planning a trip to Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise, Adventures by Disney, please look up our good buddy Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. You can always find Dave at DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net. If you're renting a crib or stroller on your Orlando vacation, check out our friends over at Kingdom Strollers over at KingdomStrollers.com who will rent you the crib or stroller of your dreams for your Orlando vacation. And for me, folks, uh, one of my new... My, I just had a new release. Uh, my new book, Fallen Grid, is out on Amazon right now. It's Fallen Grid by Vincent Valentin, B-A-L-E-N-T-E-A-N. Um, check it out. Hope you guys like it. Uh, you know, I'm on to the next. Uh, all my books, the Rossinetti series... Um, you know, uh, fading light into the darkness, um, haunting of Jonas Estate, the haunting of Mockingbird Inn. They are all on Amazon.com in various different formats. Uh, and please, folks, uh, <clears throat> if you love our good buddy Peter Mandel, check him out at Real Comics over at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016. Or go to RogueComics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. All right, well, that does it for this week. Any closing words? I'm excited. Have a great time on your cruise. Thank you, my friend. I want to hear all about it. Yes, yes. We uh, will definitely be giving you guys the inside scoop when we get back. All right. I can't wait. All right, folks. Please keep the magic. (laughs) Please keep the magic alive in your lives. You're not going to make it, are you? No, I'm like choking. Please keep the magic alive (laughs) every day of your lives. We will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.